Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's Little Kitty Podcast. It's not too long. Well, I'm just uh, just drinking my, my morning koofies. My Tuesday morning koof koof. You know? It's, uh, actually, it's kind of it's noon right now. So I guess, I don't know, does that really count as a morning? You know? I woke up kind of late today. Did a little sleeping in, you know? Because I don't have a job or anything. So, you know, I can sleep in every day. You know, just be like, oh, what time is it? I better get up and go to work. Oh, wait, I don't have a job. I can sleep in. No big deal. I just, I needed it, you know? I needed my beauty rest. I needed my special. I needed my beauty rest. So I'm not a fat, fat ugly fuck. You know, anyway, uh. Speaking of fat ugly fucks, my, uh, my fat friend sent me a picture of his, of his kids going to trick-or-treating the other day on Halloween. It's fucking daytime, man. He sends me this picture. The sun's out. It's the, the, it, 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 it's not even dusk. The goddamn sky's blue. It's bright blue. The sun's shining, it's like, it's like fucking 2.30 in the afternoon. The streets are full of kids, trick-or-treating. What's, what's wrong with these kids? I remember when I was a little kid, when it was Halloween, you know, you get your costume, and you, you just fucking, you're sitting there waiting for the sun to go down. You're like, oh, God, I want that candy so bad, but I can't, we can't go out yet until the sun goes down, because you can't go trick-or-treating until nighttime, because it's fucking Halloween, and that's the goddamn rules, all right? And now these kids are going trick-or-treating during the daytime? This is, this is the kind of society we live in right now? I mean, what? We're giving out par- participation trophies, and these kids are going trick or treat in the daytime. Is that, that that's what you're telling me? That's what you're telling me. This is kind of, I mean, how how are we going to compete with China? You know, how are UFC fighters going to compete with Dagestan? You know, you know those kids there, they're 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 dragging they're dragging stones up hills, drinking goat's milk straight from the teat, and our kids can't even go trick or treating at nighttime. We, and we're supposed to we're supposed to create some UFC fighters in our I don't think so, dude. Dagestan's gonna take over the UFC. China's gonna take over the world. Cause our goddamn kids can't go trick or treating at nighttime, you know. Anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, just drinking my drinking my morning coffees here. You know, watching uh watching a little Starcraft tournament. You know, that's like that's how I like to uh, start my day. You know, while I'm while I'm waking up, drinking my morning coffees, watch a little Starcraft two tournaments. You know. 10-year-old game that's played by 14-year-old kids in Korea. They're my heroes. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, let's talk about the UFC results, you know. Okay, old Matt Teixeira. You owe me 20 bucks, dude. You met, he, he messed up my parlay and my straight bet. That son of a bitch. God. I mean, congratulations, you know. You kind of feel good for him because he's. He, I think he's the oldest. He's the oldest uh, light heavyweight champion, 42 years old. But, God, who would have thought? Who would have thought old man old man Teixeira would beat the Polish power? Yeah, it turns out Polish power he didn't he didn't his jujitsu sucked, you know his his wrestling kind of sucked too. Teixeira took him down. Took him down real quick, you know. Then did that neck crank there, that into that first round. God, he couldn't he he couldn't do anything. He's like, come on, Polish power, fucking stand up, dude. My twenty my twenty bucks. You're gonna mess up my parlay. God, all my parlay. I did the four-fight parlay, and I won three of them. But then Polish Power lost that one. Uh, yeah, this this is the first UFC where I lost all of my bets. It's the only time where I've lost all of my bets, which uh, which is annoying, you know. But uh, I guess sometimes, sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the bar eats you. And uh, this time the bar ate me, dude. I lost all of my bets, you know. And of course I put. Uh, I put five bucks on Kazmat Hazmat suit to 
to knock to knock out fucking the Chinese dude in the first or second round. And uh you know, because everyone knew that was gonna happen. And then he uh as soon as the round starts, he doesn't even get hit, he just picks up the Chinese dude, drags him over to Dana White. It's like Dana White, look at me, I'm gonna kick this dude's ass. I'm fucking Kazmat Hazmat suit. Corona can't kill me. And then uh, you know. And he's on top, he's on his back, he's punching him. I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, keep punching him. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I bet five bucks, I'm gonna win seventeen fifty if you just keep punching him. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. And then, and then he stops punching him, and he, and he puts him in a choke. I'm like, oh no, what are you doing? What are you doing? This bet only covers knockouts or TKOs. Don't, don't choke him out. Don't submit him. Don't you submit him? You keep punching him, you son of a bitch. You keep punching. Don't. I mean, this. What are you doing? You get ah. You know, and then he uh, then he submits him. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Another ten bucks I lost. Kazmat Hazmat suit decided to submit him instead of just keep punching him, you son of a bitch. You know? And then, uh, yeah, so that was disappointing. Then, of course, Dan the prostitute hooker. You know, Islam Makachev, he's like, he probably can't win in that fight. He's like, yeah, I guess uh, Dan, Dan the prostitute hooker probably has best striking for me. So, uh, unlike my previous fights where I tried to uh, improve, test my striking... I'm just not even going to do that. I'm just going to go straight for the takedown. So as soon as the fight starts, he goes for a takedown. Dan can't even stop. He takes him down first try. He's like, come on, Dan, Dan prostitute hooker. You can't even stop one takedown, dude. You can't even stop one takedown. Yeah, that, that fight ended quick, man. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be on the feet for a little while, but, man, he couldn't, he couldn't even defend the one takedown, man. One, The very first takedown, he couldn't even defend it. It's like, oh, God damn it. There goes my other five bucks. But, uh... Yeah, I guess we all knew Dan Dan was gonna lose, but uh, I don't I don't know if it's gonna be that quick. I don't know Kazmat. I don't know. No, not Kazmat. Islam Makachev was gonna uh, take no time. He, was, he wasn't he wasn't gonna waste any time, you know. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, lost all my bets. Uh, Glover Cherry, you owe me twenty bucks. Uh, Kazmat Hazmat suit, you owe me you owe me ten bucks. And uh, Dan the prostitute hooker, you owe me five bucks. You son of a bitch. So I lost I lost thirty five bucks. That's a, that's a bummer. It's okay. I'm still up. I'm still up, you know, which, uh, of course, we can't say about the stock market. I don't know if you guys were watching the stock market yesterday. Uh, Tesla went up another 9% yesterday. So, uh, of course, in the uh, this past week, it's up uh, 30%, um, you know, because, uh, you know, they uh, Hertz, they decided to uh, buy, buy 100,000 Teslas, which is going to make Tesla maybe, uh, you know, maybe 500 million or a billion dollars in profit over the next two or three years, you know. And uh, so their stock went up, of course, uh, by $300 billion. Now, that makes a lot of sense, right? You get $500 million in profit over two or three years, so your stock should go up $300 billion, you know? So if that's the case, all the gold and, mine, all the gold and silver mining stocks, they should all be worth uh, $100 trillion, you know, if we're, if we're basing our, our valuations on uh, profit, you know? Pretty much every, yeah, just every stock on the... It's being sold. It should be worth a uh, a thousand trillion million billion dollars. Cause that's I guess that's how we that's how we value stuff. You know, it's just uh, it's just fucking crazy. You know, it's just fucking crazy that the bubble is lasting this long, or just that that people continue to buy into bubbles. It's like, ha- does no one learn? No one, no one remembers the the dot com bubble twenty years ago. No one remembers the housing bubble. It's like people never learn. They just keep buying in a bubble. I don't get it, man. I don't get it, dude. I, why? Why is everyone so dumb? That's a, that's just who the fuck is buying Tesla right now? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. You know, like pre-split, it's at six thousand dollars. You know, six. Uh, Elon Musk famously tweeted when it was at three hundred fifty that it was too expensive. 
and now it's at six thousand dollars. It's just like, oh god, oh god, this is gonna. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Of course, uh, more economic news. We got the uh, Fed on Wednesday. The Fed on Wednesday, they're supposed to announce tapering. Everyone expects them to announce tapering. So uh, we'll see what happens after that. I don't know. I don't know. Gold probably take another dump again. You know. That's what happens pretty much. You know, anytime there's any news about anything, doesn't matter if it's positive or negative for gold, gold just takes a dump. I guess that's what they they kind of trained the algorithms to do. It's like anytime there's any news about anything, just sell gold. Doesn't even matter what the news is. You know? Just sell gold, you know. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that shit just makes me, that shit just makes me blood red irate, you know. Just makes me so blood red irate, the uh, stock market stuff. Yeah, that was another thing. Fucking GameStop. GameStop is up like 10%. It's like, what? Who the fuck's buying this shit? I don't know. I don't understand, man. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand why everyone's so goddamn retarded. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. You know, so, um, honestly, it just sort of depresses me, you know? That, like, society is, is this dumb, you know? Just like, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know? It's like, I guess, you know, I, I guess that, like, if people, you know, you see, like, Texas banning abortion and just, like, you know, Afghanistan, like, decapi decapitating girls for uh, playing soccer. That's just, just depressing, you know? It's just like, it's like, it's like, this is the world we live in? It's like, why is it, why is this happening? It's just fucking depressing, you know? So I just, I just kind of, uh... I don't know, shit like that just makes me depressed, you know? I guess, like, related to comedy, you know, like, I haven't really written any jokes, like, in the past year or so, you know? Just because, like, I don't know. I'm just not, like, in a happy, joking mood, you know what I mean? And it's it's hard to, like, be funny when you're in a shit mood, you know what I mean? And just, like, and just sort of, like, uh, compounds on itself. It's like, I don't, I don't write any jokes because I'm in a shit mood, and then because I'm not writing any jokes, it just puts me in a shit mood, you know? So it's like, it's like fucking uh, Fat Bastard from Awesome Powers, you know? It's just like, I eat because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. Let me eat your baby. You know, it's kind of like that, but with like jokes, you know? It's just like, I can't write any jokes because I'm fucking blood red, irate, and depressed. And that, and because I don't write any jokes, I just get more depressed. It's a vicious cycle. Now let me eat your baby. You know, it's kind of like that uh, regarding comedy. Uh, of course, I had a job interview. Uh, so, hope, yeah, maybe if I get that, I'll if I get that job, I'll feel a little better. You know, I'll be making a little bit more money. You know, feel less depressed. You know, because uh, I won't be such a such a poor fucking loser. You know, uh, yeah, this interview is only fifteen minutes, right? It's only fifteen minutes, and. Uh, that's the shortest interview I've ever had, basically, for a uh, a university teaching position. Uh, you know, they they get me in there and they're like, "Oh, hi, hi, Kevin. Okay, we only got fifteen minutes. Let's do this quick." You know, I guess they're interviewing lots of people. You know, and they're like, they just give me this English sentence and they're like, "How would you teach this sentence?" I was like, "Well, I focus on the word order, I guess." And they're like, "Yeah, okay. All right, can you read the Japanese translation? We want to see if you can speak Japanese." You know. And I uh, read the Japanese translation. They're like, oh, that's great. You can speak Japanese. I'm like, yep. And they're like, oh, how about your visa? It's like, yep, I got a visa. And they're like, oh, okay, that's great. 
Uh, and then uh, a couple of the other guys asked me some questions in Japanese. You know, and they're like, they're like, in Japanese, they're like, if if a if a student asked you a question in Japanese, would you answer in Japanese or English? And I was like, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd answer into English. I'm like, okay, great. And then uh, and then the other guy asked me like, what do you think? Or how would you teach beginners? And like, I'm like, well, for beginners, I think it's important to um, to focus on learning vocabulary. So I would teach them how to study vocabulary. I'm like, okay, thanks. Well, anyway, time's up. And I was like, I was like, hey, wait, uh, is this? It's like if I pass this interview, are we gonna have another interview next week? Because the thing is, next week, next week I'm going to Osaka again to watch some baseball games with my lady friend. Because <clears throat> it's the uh, it's the baseball playoffs over here. And her team, her team that she. She's a diehard fan of, uh, made the playoffs here. So, uh, she wants to go watch those in Osaka. So we're planning to go over there, you know, so I was thinking, it's like, well, if I have to do another interview, you know, I can't go, I can't go to the Osaka, you know, so, uh, so I asked the guys, I'm like, oh, okay, it's like, if I pass this interview, is this, are we going to have another interview next week? And the main dude was like, nope, this is it, this is the only one. All right, see you later. And like, usually, when you do interviews, they, uh, they give you a time to ask them questions, you know? They they want to know what questions you have for them. You know, every interview I've ever had, they always ask you if you have any questions for them, but not these guys. They're just like, oh, no time left. See you later. <laughs> we only got 15 minutes. It's like, okay, is that, are, are you really going to decide who's going to teach your, who's going to head your English language program just by a 15-minute interview? Is that, it's like, is this a fake interview? I don't know. What, what, what the hell's going on here? You know, so, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think they're supposed to let me know this week if uh, I got the job or not. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's kind of a bad sign. It's kind of a bad sign, you know. I don't know. Could be good. Could be could be good. Could be bad. Hallelujah. All depends. Um, see what else we got going on here. We got anything else going on here? Oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. 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 Yeah, so anyway, maybe that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow.